PC with Todd McFarlane. Hey everybody, Todd McFarlane, creator of Spawn. And to all of you out there, low time, keep reading comic books. Thank you guys, see you on the next episode of No Low Time. My name is Jorge Velez, I'm one of your hosts, and with me back from New York Comic Con is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good? No low time. It's good to be back from New York Comic Con. Wow, my sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> you get to mingle with all the sweaty nerds, Joe. What's oh, going my on? Goodness. You've been gone for a week. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 not even being exaggeratory. Um, yeah, I went up to visit family. It was one of the main things and you know, one of the first things they told me you know, before I went out to New York Comic Con said wow you brought the heat with us because they got a little bit of a heat wave of course for us it's not terribly hot with what we're used to you know these you know with the heat index but for them it was warm for this time of the year so you literally have people walking around the convention center where you literally can visibly see sweat coming off of them so yes <laughs> a lot of nerds nerds sweaty nerds man how's that uh, how's that cosplay over there was it out of control so the first day it was it was pretty basic, which I went on the Friday. I went on Friday and Saturday, and the first day was like you know pretty good. I saw some good stuff, but the second day, the Saturday was just bonanzas amazing. I mean, this guy's oh, walking really? around in a full-on bumblebee, like I mean, you know, several feet high in the air, like on stilts. It, it was it, there were some amazing uh, costumes walking around there. Probably I got a picture. Fully- probably fully transformable and and all that crazy stuff right yeah it was it was and i'm like how did this guy get this thing over here like i took the subway to get in here i'm like how did you get this into the building man but they do it yeah Yeah, and it's 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 crazy it's like how do people get time to work these costumes up it's insane I know. It's. I mean, this is. I mean, it's full on projects. I saw a pretty good Guardians of the Galaxy, like full on. Uh, I guess friends all together. Um, they they were so like a, a nice, really nice Groot um costume. Uh, nice. Saw some saw some really good. Uh, you know, like Power Rangers. Um, you know, of course, and this is even from last year. The the Harley Quinn bonanzas is everywhere. So there's there's a ton of people. You know, a ton of ladies as Harley Quinn all around. Mm-hmm. Um, so that 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 was hasn't. It, was it, gone was away. it all Harley and was it all Harley and Pennywise? Like like we've predicted. Yes, yes. There was a lot of Pennywise. <laughs> yeah, Harley and Pennywise all over. No, no I oh, actually no. I can't remember seeing one Joker. I'm sure they were out there, but I actually can't remember seeing a Joker. That is that, so that, funny. A, a lot of Pennywise. That's insane, dude. Oh man, I know, I know you have you have a a bunch of good scoops, man. Where do where do you want to start? And I mean, what what's the most exti- exciting thing you saw over there? Yeah, um, you know what? I have to say, the one thing I will say is, with all the fun that I had, 
Um, I needed an extra day, and I understand now why people would go for all four days, um, because there is so much to see and so much to do. I, I wish I could like clone myself and have been in multiple places at the same time. <laughs> there was there were several times that I, I missed out on stuff that I mean I was thinking like, you know, if I, I'm glad that I'm not I, I I was able to enjoy it and, and that I didn't have to like cover this for you know a, a big you know like uh, MTV or one of these large organizations because those guys you literally IGN saw them something. yeah yeah IGN you see these guys literally running to get from place to place it's, it, it's a it was massive when I walked in first thing, um, you know, like I said, I took the subway in, um, you know, you had to, it was you know, Javits Center is on 34th and 11th. I had to go all the way over to 38th um, just to get in from a side entrance for the, the green entrance because I had pre-bought my tickets. So I was able to just walk right in, not to do will call, which the will call line was ridiculous. So I'm so glad I was able to just to walk right into the building. And I made sure to I I made sure to get there really early. Um, you know the the actual event you know opened everything at ten o'clock, um, but I decided to get there around eight thirty. Um, so that was actually perfect because of being one of the badge people. You were one of the first couple thousand to actually be there. Um, and, and remind you that the two days that I went, those were um the, you know. Anywhere from Friday till through Sunday, those were sold out days. There was absolutely no tickets for you to buy at the door or even the week of. Um, those were sold out long gone very quick. Thursday was the only day that was not sold out. That day I did not go. I heard it ended up selling out later on that night um, You know, as people were coming in. Um, but the rest of the time was sold out. So there was over 200,000 people there according to the news there. And you could tell. I mean, we took over took over Manhattan, that area. Um, there were just just nerds everywhere. Um, <laughs> so That's what happens when ner- when nerds go mainstream? <laughs> yeah, I mean, who would have thought today, Obed? People walking around in these in these costumes proudly and, and not being laughed at necessarily, but actually encouraged in this. Who would have thought? Yeah, it's it's great, man. It's. T- trust me, coming coming from from someone that that was a, a huge geek in in back in middle school and high school and got got picked on for liking Marvel and and video games and and Star Wars and all this stuff and just seeing now that it's it's mainstream, it's what people love. So I am I'm nerd and proud. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that nerd and proud. I like that nerd and proud. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. I'm telling you, man. I I am really happy that this type of, uh, you know, geek culture has has taken over, and you know, it's big business. You know, it's uh, unfortunate because you always get your, you know, your 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 people that come in to pander to the audience and make money out of it. It's you know, it's like it's like in anything you know that that people like you know the sports and and all these other stuff. Um, but uh, Joel, I did see that there were some amazing figures uh, from uh, Bandai and some collectibles from uh, Sideshow Collectibles uh, for Star Wars. Did, did you get to see any of that? I did. I made it to that on the second day, and there were some amazing collectibles, amazing replicas from like you know for for the movies. Um, an intense amount of security all around for those things, but um, really beautiful. I gotta show you the pictures too when when I see you uh, again in person. But 
Um, yeah, I got sh- I got to show you these pictures, man, because it's 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 amazing. The, seeing it in person, you know, just can't uh, compare. But there was some really good there. I also saw on the show floor. Um, there were some really good uh, Street Fighter um, statues that they had. I got to show I you did. those pictures too. Nice, because I got to see I got to see a couple of those pictures. Um, but if you got some more, I'll, I'll definitely take a look. Uh, yeah, some yeah. of them look look sick. Yeah, some of them were like there was this Sagat statue that was like crazy, and it was like five hundred bucks or something. But you know, it's ridiculous. They they're they're ultra detailed. They're amazing. Yeah, I I wish um I gotta I wish I knew the name of the character because you're more well versed in Street Fighter compared to myself. Um, if, if I if I remember the name of him, but man, his th- this guy there was a crowd of people around this one particular statue, um, and the, I, the some of the fans that were around it they were they were having an in depth conversation about I guess this character was it's not included in one in, in the new game. Um, that I wish I knew. Probably- yeah, it's probably the Sagat statue because Sagat's with not the eye patch body. and the yeah he has the eye patch yeah 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 that, I yeah. I went right up to that one and got a nice picture for you I'll show you that one but nice um, really that, impressive that statues yeah it, it was really impressive I did get to see pictures of it so it was it was great that's awesome man awesome I'm sure I'm sure some some nerd bought bought one uh, <laughs> and got one, that shipped one, to one, place. one or two right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then yeah. there was a really cool like um, Mario and Bowser statue, like Bowser spitting out you know his fireball and like Mario covered in gold. Um, that was another oh. really cool like statue around there. I thought that I thought That's that was pretty cool. I got a picture of. Uh, then the other thing was you know the thing about like New York Comic Con that makes it different than the other cons um obviously there's like san diego would be the only one i would really compare it to even though i haven't gone yet yet maybe next year guys we'll see but um but the thing that that's about these cons that are of these larger scales is that you you know when you go like to the local cons like we're here in central florida you have like the mega cons and and these other um wizard cons and whatnot right um those uh you know those are very 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 local fan oriented yes they'll bring in special talent they'll bring in these other things to, to make it a fun experience and they're absolutely worth it and they're phenomenal um mm-hmm. but when you go to these larger cons because of the um the amount of publicity that they get because of the amount of um people that are just just watching uh through social media posts um live streams you know, there's just there's just a, a large opportunity to really market your products. You've got these large uh, businesses who come in and they they pay as much as they can to have spaces just to promote their latest product or the latest movie or etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So like you actually have Marvel with their full on Marvel booth. Where if you go to MegaCon, there's a Marvel booth, but it's not from like Marvel themselves it's like someone who's you know able to to legally sell Marvel products or something right but you have like an actual Marvel booth you have a it's probably DC a licensee booth. yeah yeah like a licensee like this is the, the actual companies like Disney is out there themselves we're literally out there themselves mm-hmm. um you know you like I'm saying Warner's Amazon Amazon must have paid a ton of money for really? uh what they what they what they had out there because they had 
two right next to each other in the corner uh, back corner of, of the, the show floor of the Javits Center um, they had the tick and they had um, their new um, Tom Clancy uh, series that they're doing with um, Jack Ryan that, that, that they are rebooting as, as an Amazon series um, they had both of those as experiences right next to each other and the tick line for on Friday. I didn't even. I, I had to go on Saturday first thing in the morning because the line for the tick was just like over an hour just to get into this experienced boat. Really? You got to be on. You had to you got to go on his boat, uh, and you got to do these interactive games and this 360 cam like photo uh, oppor- opportunity thing, and then you got these like free um, like collectible jars with pins and um, like a like a like a, a, a one of those ponchos um, that had like the tick merchandise on it, and 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 not only that, Amazon went as far as like you know we, we everyone had these RFID badges that that was your badge to get into Comic Con. Um, it was a great great idea because rather than using wristbands like you would at all the other cons, this is the first time I've seen something with an RFID where where it actually has your data on it. You scan it, and they know Joel is on this experience or whatever. Amazon was the only one that did it differently where they actually gave you their own Amazon chip as you had to put around your wrist like on a on a bracelet and that had all your data from the tick. I don't know with the Tom Clancy Jack Ryan experience if it carried over. Uh, I know there was another experience that apparently it did um, that you would use the same wristband for. I didn't get to get into the Jack Ryan thing. Unfortunately, they capped out so I couldn't make it in. Um, but there, it was an Amazon Echo experience or something. Um, but like these experiences, Amazon paid a lot of money just to have their own products, these own their own chips, uh, rather than wow. using the Comic Con stuff. I was very impressed. Wow, that's that's really impressive, man. And it's crazy because they do this sort of setups that that are multi million dollar setups just for a weekend. It's it's, it's incredible. Yeah, I can imagine how much money it costs for these activations that these 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 guys had. I mean, it, yeah. you said it's multi multi million. And then the cool thing is, while I'm in line for the the to get on, I was like one of the first. I don't know, I'd say fifty people to get on for the day on Saturday. Um, they they uh they act, were wondering why the line isn't moving, and we all because we're right right across from the boat, and we're like, and they just have us all stopped there. Um, and out of nowhere, we see all these different, like, um, you know, people who look like executives to me, I'm assuming Amazon executives. I'm not that sure. I know obviously the, the billionaire owner himself wasn't there. I know that for sure. Or at least I shouldn't <laughs> say that. He could have been in costume somewhere. Who knows? But I doubt yeah. it. <laughs> could have happened. I don't know. But anyways, like, you know, you have these execs out there and out of nowhere, the cast from The Tick actually came out, and we're right in front of the boat taking pictures in front of us. And it's the funniest thing, because you've got people who are real excited taking pictures of them, and then you got people like me saying, like, oh, cool, the cast is here. Get away so I can get inside the boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's, that's cool, a- that Amazon had that sort of experience with you know bringing out the cast and all that. They're really pushing The Tick, because I know... Uh, that they have been advertising it heavily on uh, on primetime. So, yeah, yeah. So that, that was that was pretty cool. And then um, the other things like uh, Shadow of Mordor, um, they had an entire uh, Warner Brother um, their gaming division. They had an entire section for them too. Um, I really wanted to get a picture. They had um, one of the dragons like 
big dragon out there you can actually take a picture on top of like they had a thing you climb up on top of the dragon and it's glowing red and whatnot and you could have taken a picture on top and they would have sent it to you in high res I didn't get to get to do that that was also like an hour wait just to take a picture on the dragon so I didn't do that but they had people actually playing the new Shadow of War um, uh, game as well I uh, didn't get to play the game either um, but you know it, it's all good I got to see some of the gameplay from the other guys yeah, it came um, out and, and it reviewed. It reviewed very well. Um, everyone seems to like it. Uh, it's not very popular with uh, with uh, uh, with users because of its uh, DLC model, and we can we can go about that on 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 the regular episode on Thursday. But um, but it's been it's been positively reviewed, and apparently the game's real good. So. Yeah, they paid a lot of money to promote that game because even right outside the convention, they paid for one of those real big, um, uh, one of those real big billboard spots to be Shadow of, of War. So I was I was surprised to see how much they put into promoting that. Um, and people seemed to, to like what they saw there, or maybe they just wanted the picture on a dragon. I'm not gonna lie, I was one of those people who wanted it. Um, the other thing that I would say to me, um, and 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 when I was there, I thought about it. And I talked to people. We kind of agreed. I think the best experience that was there that I had that I, I'm so glad I got to do was the Star Wars The Last Jedi experience they had. Nice. Um, this was an experience specifically, like, when we were walking by, uh, had no idea what this line is. This is big black, like, room, like, with these black tarps all around. So you're like, what? what is it? And you just know, like, signage or anything. And one of the employees there, she goes, this is for um, Star Wars, and we're actually stopping the line now, but if you want, I'll let you get inside. So I was like, yeah, I'm going in, you know, so, so I jump in. Sweet. Um, one of the last people to get in, and you had to take a picture and, you know, uh, sign this, this waiver and whatnot, so I can't really tell you what I saw in depth, um, but all I will say is it's possible that I will be in the behind-the-scenes uh, Blu-ray, they did tell us, for um, the movie, um, but we got to see some really cool stuff for um, upcoming in, in The Last Jedi and got a really cool first-hand experience of the First Order um, in, in, in a, a real-life, physically touch, touching way is the only way I can describe it. Um, but you'll have to see when, when the Blu-ray comes out because we couldn't say anything about it. They, re they really asked us and we signed away some stuff, so I won't, I won't get in trouble for saying anything more, but I will say that was the best experience on the show floor. Nice, nice. That's excellent. I can't, I can't hear. I can't wait to hear what it was when, when we, when I see you in person. Yes, non-recorded. <laughs> non-recorded, guys. We're gonna, we're, we're trying to keep this legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want Disney to come after me. But wow, yeah, it was, it was, last, it was the last, best experience. Last thing you need is Disney on your butt. Yeah, it's, it's Disney coming after you. <laughs> we love you, Disney. Yeah, I love you, Disney. Hey. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man, that's 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 amazing, dude. Uh, anything from DC? I know, and and we'll talk about about uh, the uh, the Justice League trailer on the next episode. But yes, any anything from DC that that caught your eye? So DC had I went to um I went to one of the DC panels. I got to go to the um well before I get into that, let me first say about their their big experience because there was two experiences. There was the Marvel. Um, Spider-Man experience, and literally directly across, you had DC with their 
Justice League VR experience. You could tell that Marvel and DC purposely pit themselves right across from each other to to battle as usual with yeah. Spider Man and the Justice League. Um, but but Justice League, it, it was a Justice League VR experience again. I was one of the last people to actually get into it for the day. They capped the line, um, and people were were going crazy. I'm so glad I got there early. But um, you got to do this VR experience where you actually could choose one of uh, the Justice League characters, you know, Aquaman, Cyborg, Wonder Woman, Flash, uh, Batman, and then you would actually play a VR game interactive, uh, and then after that you would get a picture, and then you would get an exclusive Justice League t-shirt for free. So I got a really cool um, Justice League t-shirt um, that says on it, um, you can't fight alone, or something along those lines, with the big, you know, slogan that they have, um, but the uh, the experience was pretty cool. I chose Aquaman, um, and I probably should have chose like Wonder Woman because I heard she was the easiest one because <laughs> you're swinging around with her shield and sword against pair demons. I chose yeah. Aquaman because I wanted to try something different and cool, and I thought VR underwater would be awesome. And it was cool, except that it was so hard. Like you had to swing your hand super fast, like if you were playing the Wii. And then yeah. you had to like thrust your arm forward just to like super like swim forward. And then like you're stabbing this whale. I'm like, I don't want to stab the whale. <laughs> you know, but uh, so- sorry, animal lovers. Um, <laughs> but but it was pretty cool. Um, you know, that was that was a, a really cool Justice League. I think that was their biggest um, experience that they had on the floor. And that was probably to me the second best experience I had from Star Wars. Uh, and then I'll, I guess now I'll transition into what we saw um, and uh, what what news came out for, um, or at least what I was a part of from DC. They had the DC Gotham by Gaslight panel, and I really wanted to get into that one, and I did, thankfully. Um, I was able to reserve my spot with that fast pass thing that they had going on. Um, so I got a nice spot right in the front, and uh, Bruce Tim was there. Um, two of the other, the, the producer um, and one of the other uh, writers were there, um, and they talked to us about, you know, this new Gotham by Gaslight, which is based off of the comic Gotham by Gaslight, which if you're not familiar with, it's kind of like an alternate timeline, kind of like the Flashpoint Paradox, uh, where Batman's in one of those uh, um, industrial kind of revolution style um, wor- world you know, the, the little bit of, you know, the, the characters having, like, British accents and a little Sherlock Holmes-style um, Batman. And not only did they talk to us about it, but we actually got to see how many we saw. One, two... We saw three clips from the movie. The movie doesn't come out till next year. We got to see three full clips from the movie. It's their next animated Bruce Tim movie. And if you know anything about Bruce Tim, the Batman animated series in the 90s is phenomenal. Um, yeah, yep. So they also announced that the Batman animated series from the 90s is also coming to Blu-ray next year. Yeah, I did, um, I did see that. I wonder if it's going to be a full box set or if it's going to be on volumes. Because um, if it's a box set, it's, it's probably going to be a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, I I really would love to get it though because I, I loved the the Batman animated series. But the Gotham by Gaslight, what we saw, they didn't even have a rating on it yet. I personally, I I think it's gonna be like the Dark Knight series uh, animated film that they did, the two parter. Okay. I think it's probably gonna be R. 
I'm just being honest with you. I, I, there's a lot of blood. And Bruce Tim said himself, he's like, look, there's a lot of blood. There's a lot of gore. He's like, we're not trying to go for this R-rated thing, but Warner Brothers told us we could do what we thought was best, and we'll see what comes out in the editing room. But what, from what I saw and right there, um, it was it was pretty intense. I think uh, definitely – I'd be surprised if it isn't an R, then that means they really butchered it up. Wow, that's crazy. Well, it's it's great to see that they are actually taking some risks when it comes to animation, and it's crazy because their 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 movies are uh, they're not like Marvel. They're not as sanitized as as Marvel movies. They try to be a little edgier, especially when when you go back and look at stuff like you know Watchmen. But uh, it's great to see that they're taking the opportunity to to express. Uh, uh, the uh, their you know our artistic view on on animation, so that's great. Yeah, and I mean like they're trying to also stay true to the original source material that did well, and I I yeah. can't fault them for that. They're not trying to make it anything crazy. It's like this is what the comic is, and if you know the comic, then this is how we have to portray it. It has to be accurate. Yeah, there were rumors floating around a, a couple of years ago that. Uh, this was going to be the uh, the next Rocksteady game after Arkham Knight. That they were going to do a oh a really Gotham, Gotham by, Gaslight. by Gaslight. Yeah, they were going to do a, a Gotham by like Gaslight game. Um, don't know. That would have been that would be pretty crazy if they do that. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, that was that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, he also they also took time to kind of have ask the fans what do they want Bruce Tim to do as the next as they were celebrating. I want to say it's. 30 or 35 animated DC movies um, that there's they have. Yeah, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. And the fans are real real passionate, sweaties. Uh, and they, they start asking what, uh, you know, what what would you guys like to see next? And a lot of people were yelling out uh, Red Sun. So that's, I'd be oh, interested yeah. to see if that's the next one they do. Yeah, because they, have, yeah, they haven't made a Red Sun. Oh, that'd be great, man. And and the funny thing is, when we're there, Bruce Tim, after hearing everyone yelling it out, he literally says, uh, "You know, Red Sun is something I've had in my radar." Like that's all he said. So I, eh, it might be coming. It might be his next one. I, I was I was pretty happy to see the footage and and hear that 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 news. So 2018, when it comes out, I'll definitely be watching Gotham by Gaslight in its fullest. But the footage we saw was really awesome. Nice, nice. Um, unfortunately, Joel, I saw that they. Uh, um they canceled the Punisher uh, event due to, uh, you know, the events uh, over in, in Vegas. Um, but uh, what's, uh, what, what, what else do you see in Marvel? What, what do they have? Okay, so Marvel did a fantastic job. Um, I, I've heard this said before at Comic-Cons, like in general, that Marvel knows how to close out the show. And yeah. I'm, look, I don't want to sound biased, but they, they, they closed out the show on, on both days days just giving us what we wanted uh which is we want exclusives we pay money to go to these things and and we wait in hours long lines and you know like i said scan our badges to reserve spots and you know we, we hustle and bustle through new york just to get you know to these panels and we want exclusives and again gotham by gaslight was awesome to have those exclusives so i'm not kind of complaining i did not get to go i was Yay close. I even had a spot reserved for me, um, but I was in the Just League VR experience and it just took forever to get into there. And I'm not complaining with that because that was great. But I was going to get into the uh, 
DC Doomsday panel uh, that they had with Jeff Johns where they were going to go over the Rebirth comics and give exclusive stuff. And they apparently did have some exclusive stuff. I did get to get the poster and the pin from there. Nice. Um, it's one of the people with me. They actually were able to sneak to the back of the room when, when the doors open and, and get one from the, from the employees. So that was awesome uh, <laughs> to, to get that. But Jeff Johns, president, executive chief of uh, DC Entertainment, he was there and had that whole panel. So I don't know what fully happened in there, uh, except from little things that I heard. Um, but from what I saw, Gotham by Gaslight was the main exclusives they had. But with Marvel, like I said, Marvel knows how to run a show. Friday night, the last panel Friday, was Marvel's The Runaways Hulu series panel. There had been no trailer for The Runaways. Uh, there had been only uh, the image of the cast standing together in the classic uh, pose from the original Runaways comics, you know. Um, so you know the characters looked very authentic to how they did in the comics, and and uh, um, so it's Friday night. I waited super in line, got to get a, a nice front row seat right behind some of uh, the Marvel people there in in the. Uh, the room there's I'd say that just like how in Hall H uh, they probably can fit somewhere around 10,000 people and then after that they just capped it off thankfully I was able to get a room and uh, get in the room um, Jeff Loeb walks out the head of Marvel television it comes to the stage and I'll say it and I'll, I know I'll say it again when we talk about the next day with Marvel but Jeff Loeb is the man he knows what the fans want at Comic-Con, and he brought us Christmas. We're in there. He, he says, okay, let's bring out um, the, the cast. The whole entire cast of Runaways is there. Um, you know, does a little interview-style stuff with them just for a couple minutes. Uh, and then he goes, you know, guys... What if we showed you guys a little something, you know, for, for all your troubles of trying to get in here? What if we give you guys a little something and the fans are screaming and yelling and, yeah, we want stuff and, you know, we want to see something. And then he says, if you guys would be really nice and you don't, you don't say anything except to your friends to go watch this when it comes out. What if we showed you right now the very first episode, full 53 minutes right now, unedited, from Marvel's The Runaways? And oh. the room exploded. The room exploded. Uh, it, was, it was one of those situations where you had to be there to really experience it. Um, it, it, it was just so, so much passion, uh, so much excitement. Um, you know, you, you just, you could just... Just feel the, the room shaking. Um, so the other thing I'll say is before they show the footage, I've heard this also said about Mar Marvel, but I got to experience it again that, that they've always said that Marvel has their own security team that they bring in. Like in general, at all the panels I went to, there was always security all around. Yeah. But whenever a Marvel panel that I went to, because of the exclusives that were being shown, they actually – hired their own security firm to come in additionally so there was literally dudes i'm not making this up obed there were literally dudes in in full-on suits like staring you down and then when they started to play the episode for us yeah. they were walking around with night vision goggles yeah looking around to see if anyone had a phone or or, or camera out yeah and then not only that, I pointed this out to the people around me. I said, "You guys, uh, you guys look up to this. Look up to the roof. 
there was literally the red lasers. You know what I'm talking about? The, the <laughs> signal jammers? Yeah. They were jamming the signal at the same time wow. to make sure none of our the, the, the episode didn't leak. That's crazy. It was so gangster, man. It was it was amazing. Uh, but we seeing the first episode. Uh, if you read the stuff from IGN, ComicBook.com, all the different um, press that were there in the room that got to watch it with us, uh, the reviews that they were allowed to say, and I'll echo it. The same thing they said. Marvel got it right. Um, the Runaways is something that you really need to check out on Hulu. At the minute it comes out, the way it ended, it was just like. We want another episode. I mean, we were happy just to get an episode in general. I thought they would just give us, you know, a little five-minute clip or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. But we, we got a full hour to watch. Yeah, you would have been happy with a clip, yeah, but they gave you the full, full-blown full episode. A full episode. And that's why I said Marvel brought the house down. People were standing to their feet, cheering, throwing their arms up. I mean, there's so many little comic book Easter eggs that happened in the very first episode. Um, that you could tell the people who didn't know were like, "What is that?" And it's like all the sweaties are just like, "Yeah!" <laughs> screaming, <laughs> "I know what that is!" You know, and and it was so cool to watch something like that—the first time in my life seeing something like that with legit fans all around you. Um, but that was that was Friday. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with the Runaways, but I hope you check it out, Obed. Not 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 a lot, but uh, I'll wait for reviews. And I don't have I don't have Hulu, but. I may I may grab it just to check it out if if it's if it's good. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and then uh, the next day, um, like you were saying, unfortunately they it was for Saturday they had canceled the Punisher panel, and and I feel very sad. Your heart, our our dearest condolences go out to those affected by the tragedy that happened in Las Vegas. Um, you know, it was a very sad situation, and, and uh, you know we we. We definitely sympathize with you and, and, and wish all the best for the recovery and everything that, that's going on in the aftermath. Um, but, you know, it was very sad that they canceled it. I completely respect and understand why. But I was looking forward to whatever Marvel was going to do because that was going to be the last panel of the day. And after experiencing what they did in the Runaways, I know that the Punisher panel might have been something. Who knows? Maybe they would have shown the first episode of Punisher. I don't know. It was... It was some really uh, cool stuff I know Marvel had to have planned. Nice. Um, but for she- what they ended up doing instead, they still had their Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. panel, so I went to that. That was hilarious, though, because that the entire Madison Square Garden theater um, was packed. And um, I purposely had to come. I came to the panel before because they didn't clear the room. Just like a Hall H, you know, they don't clear the room, so people stay in there for an entire day just to wait for the 8 o'clock Marvel thing. Like, the same thing with, with Com- New York Comic Con. They didn't clear the stage. So you, I went to the panel before just to make sure I got into the next panel. Um, and then what I did is the people, the few people who decided to actually leave for the panel before, then, like, a flood of people just stormed to the front of the stage just to, to get the, the one, two, three open seats in the very front of the stage. I was able to get, again, a front row seat for that, too. So that was awesome. Uh, and then Jeff Loeb comes out again. Uh, brings out the entire Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, cast. Um, the last person to come out is, you know, they said, oh, you know, I think we're missing someone, and it's Coulson. And everyone just starts chanting, Coulson, 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 and Coulson. <laughs> you know, uh, Clark Gregg comes out, and he's dancing, and he's, you know, with the fans. But, I mean, Coulson's the one who started the, the, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. All, all around. You know, if it wasn't for him in that Iron Man movie, then, you know, we wouldn't have had uh, 
where we are today with, with the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, but then they go right into uh, having, uh, you know, a full questionnaire kind of thing. Uh, Jeff Loeb begins it by saying, we are going to show you guys some stuff today. And people start going crazy. But he said, if we do that, you got to make sure you don't you put your phones away. This time, Madison Square Garden, there was double the security that was at at the, the Runaways panel. And not only was there double security, they were in the balconies with guns. I don't know what was going on, what that was. Dude, up in the balconies. And then you have down on, on the floor, they, you had like these big macho dudes just standing around. And if you tried to come to the front and you weren't supposed to, they would literally just pull you away. I mean, it was it was it was pretty gangster, and and so Jeff Loeb refers to them. He goes, "Yes, agents of Shield are in the house, and they're all they're all all here fight by Marvel, and, and yes, these Shield agents will take you out, and yes, they have uh, night vision, and they are walking around. So so they got deputized as agents of Shield in that moment. These, these security guys, um, but they do like a questionnaire thing. So the fans come up to in line to ask questions with the microphone." And then one of the fans asks, finally, like, are we gonna are we gonna see anything? Is there anything you can give us like about the next season? Uh, and Jeff Loeb says, you know something, like, we were gonna do this later, but let's just do it now. People are standing in line; they don't even leave to go to their seat, and the lights go out, and we got to watch the first twenty minutes of the next episode of the season. Nice. So I got to see a lot of exclusive stuff, man, from being there. Um, it was very impressive. They didn't tell us what the theme of the show was going to be, like how Ghost Rider was last season. Um, oh, so okay, it, yeah. it, all we know is all we know is that they're in space. Um, they're literally in a spacecraft, and they look out the window, and they're in space. And and they made a little a nod to uh, sword. You know, like oh, isn't there isn't there shield in space? And aren't they like spear or something? You know, and everyone starts laughing because, you know, they're talking about sword. Um, I don't know what the deal is. There was a guy that literally flies in, like, into this room that he looks like Star-Lord. Like, he's flying with his the, the big glowing eyes and everything. Yeah. I don't think Star-Lord's in the show, but I don't know who this guy is. Uh, and literally, people were like, is that Star-Lord? Because that, that's how he looked that much like him. Um, but I'm really excited to see what they do in the next show. But that's the main stuff for Marvel um, nice. that 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 came out. Nice. Anything gaming related that you got to that I got to do over there? Um, so I didn't get to actually physically interact with stuff. I got to walk by and see some of it on the show floor. Uh, they had a Capcom had a really cool booth um, where they had the full on Marvel versus Capcom like. Uh, uh, tournaments that they had going on. Yeah, I, I, it was. I heard it was pretty big and it was very popular too. It was extremely popular, and there were lines of people just to to interact with it. <clears throat> Got to watch some gameplay. The game looks good, like you said. I mean, it has some graphical stuff, but the gameplay itself looks like fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, so seeing it, that was my first time seeing it up close. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you've gotten some more time to play it. I did. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it on Thursday. I I still have strong opinions about that game. <laughs> interesting interesting so look out for that guys in the next episode yeah yeah um but but there was a really cool like uh they had like an actual like like life-size kind of model of um <clears throat> ultron oh sweet uh yeah they had ultron there sitting on the throne like in the game uh and so i took a took a picture with ultron i'll show you that picture too 
um, like kind of like kneeling by the throne, not <laughs> not towards him. I, I looked at it afterwards. I was like, why does it look like I'm kneeling at this Kneel guy? Before your God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? I didn't even realize it. That's funny. It's, it's a funny photo, so I'll show you that one that one another time too. Um, but then also Square Enix had a really uh, hopping booth. They had Decida, um, some Final Fantasy, um, different tournaments there. They also had like a, a Square Enix experience where you walked through a bunch of different like um, models that they had going around. A lot of security for that too, just because that stuff's worth a lot of money. Yeah, um, yeah. They're they're uh, was it for the uh, Play Arts figures? It was. It okay, was. Yeah, yeah. Those are those those figures are real nice. Yeah, it's yeah. It was not, really not, it was really nice. Super super expensive. I mean, they're depending on on the figure, they go anywhere from sixty to one fifty. I know that there's <clears throat> excuse me, there's like special editions that are that are way more than that. They they go up upwards to like two thirty. Um, but uh, they're not they're not super super expensive. But that's cool that they had a bunch of stuff. They're they're those figures are real nice. Yeah, no, it, it looked it looked really good, and then also um, there was a, a, a injustice setup. So like oh, cool. Chevy had this this whole like Chevy setup thing where you can get like a Chevy custom New York Comic Con T-shirt, and then right next to it they had an injustice panel on that panel, uh, injustice contest going on where if you you could you know put yourself in for the day, and if you were the best contender for the day, you won a hundred dollar gift card. Uh, so some people were some people were doing that, and they had a big uh, um, Chevy also out there de decorated in uh, in Injustice art all around. Uh, but I gotta say the Marvel's Capcom experience had the most people around it. Um, it was just a lot of a lot of people. That's why I was glad I was able to even get the picture. Like it was one of those random moments where no one was getting a picture. Yeah. And the the girl from Capcom's like, "You want a picture?" I was like, "Yes." Give her her phone and just ran in. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and got yeah. it. That's um, awesome. Yes, but that's some of the main stuff. It was more like showcasing. Like I showed you even Shadow Mordor and just stuff. It was more like showcasing than it was any news. Yeah, uh, I know that there was a Capcom panel and it got completely full. I didn't get to go to that either. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a few Capcom news and also uh, rumors that that we, we'll talk about on Thursday. That's uh, on my docket for for the next episode. But uh, but cool, man. Okay, cool. I, I, I'm glad you you had a great experience, man. And I I hope we 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 can hopefully do this do this together and and. And uh, get more 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 scoops. Maybe maybe one of those mega cons or one of the ones uh, that we have here in Orlando. We may be able to scoot out one day and and check it out. Yeah, that would be great because honestly, covering it by myself was was quite a task to get around. Um, but if we if we did it together, yeah, that would be great. And and um, cool. you know, I, I I'm speaking early from now, but I, it all depends on the lottery or if you guys help us grow this show enough. You know, uh, you know, maybe maybe I can get press passes to a San Diego Comic Con. I don't know. We need we need you guys' help to get this thing growing and spread the word more. And it is growing already. And we thank you for our, our faithful listeners. Uh, but I, I know I don't want to speak too soon, but I really want to see what I can do to plan for uh, the summer of this uh, of 2018 to see if I can get into Comic Con in San Diego because uh, I know that's the that's the ultimate level of, of geekdom. Yeah, yeah, def <laughs> for sure. That would be that that would be pretty amazing. That would be that would be a, a, 
you know, f- phenomenal experience for for someone like like us. Um, so Joel, yeah, and and E three, and oh yeah, and E three, yeah. For me, E three. I mean, E three used to be used to be more of a big deal. It still it still is, but I would love to sit through you know a PlayStation conference and go through the show floor. I would absolutely love to go to one of those. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, so Joel, we'll be back Thursday. Uh, in the meantime, where can everyone find us? Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for listening to this very special episode of No Load Time where we went over all the stuff from NYCC. It was a lot of fun and I appreciate you guys listening through my crazy rants about all this stuff. I know we're going to talk about some more cool things on the next episode. Um, But what I want you to do in the meantime is to please make sure to stay connected with the show by following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and Twitch. At no load time. Again, that's at no load time. Uh, you can also feel free to comment and, and connect with us. You can email us, uh, send us an email to no load time at gmail.com as we love to hear your feedback. As well as we're asking you to please subscribe to the show. Uh, so if you're on iTunes or Google Play, please subscribe. And if you're on iTunes specifically, we're also asking that you would please drop us a review. This helps us as we're really trying to spread this thing that we love here at No Low Time, which is just talking about the things um, that we're passionate about and we enjoy. So please make sure to listen to us on the next episode. Spread the word. Tell 50 friends. And we look forward to you guys joining us on the next episode. Yep. In the meantime, here's the, uh, a quick track from Batman from, from the Sega CD. And this is from Batman Returns. And this is the intro to stage two. So we'll see you guys in a couple days. We'll be back. See ya.